Welcome to Crazy Enough to Win. I'm your host, John Grubbs. Welcome to the show. So, this is a podcast for crazy people, but I want to make sure that we do not confuse crazy with, well, stupid, or crazy with something that borderlines on lunacy, or crazy that just, well, it just doesn't seem to have any common sense. So we're going to split the the world into two realities. You've got you've got people who are, well, they're in this world that uh, I think it, it just borderlines. Lunacy is the best word, but the, I guess the the slang would be it's just nuts. It's just nuts. So get this. This is in the news, and I wanted to get you some perspective on how well how unreasonable or irrational some people have gotten when it comes to this virus so this wisconsin state agency tells employees to wear masks during zoom calls even <laughs> even if they're home alone and the only logic that i can make out of that is that well, they're trying to get people to use the mask for a secondary purpose. Could it be setting an example? Could it be political? What the heck? I have no clue what this agency is thinking when they want to get people who are home alone to wear a mask on a Zoom call. And one of the things that I teach in my leadership training is that when you go too far in any direction, whether you're too extreme or too loose, you lose the common masses. You lose the thinkers. You lose the, the people who are most important in an organization. So get this. This Wisconsin state agency is reportedly mandating that its employees wear face masks during video conferences, even if they're home alone. In a July 31st email, the Department of Natural Resources Secretary Preston Cole, Preston, come on, man, reminded employees that the governor's mask order, which requires anyone over the age of four to wear a face covering while indoors, and that was to take place August 1st. And also, wear your mask if you are home to participate in a virtual meeting that involves being seen such as Zoom or another video conferencing platform by non-DNR staff. This is what Cole said. And he said, set the safety example which shows you as a DNR public service employee care about the health and safety of others. Now, let's pause for a minute. What if, what if wearing the mask makes it harder for someone to breathe? What if wearing the mask is something that adds a burden to someone who's on a long meeting and they're home alone. How do you think that is going to be received by the members of good old Cole's team? Now, under the governor, Tony Evers order, Wisconsinites are required to cover up when they are indoors or in an enclosed space with anyone outside of their household or living unit. Face coverings are strongly recommended when people are outdoors and it's not possible to maintain physical distancing, according to a press release from the governor's office. 
Now, look, I'm not political when it comes to the mask. I've got a mask in my pocket now. If I'm in a place where I feel like I need to wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. If I feel like I'm in a place that, that is more comfortable for me wearing a mask, uh, where they, they're more comfortable if I put the mask on, I'll wear the mask. I have no political dog in this hunt. But people, I'm telling you, when you go to extremes, you lose the masses. People start thinking you are nuts. And there are exceptions to this rule, however, such as when someone is eating or drinking or swimming. I'm glad we don't have to swim with a mask. Well, some masks are really good for swimming, aren't they? Individuals with health conditions or disabilities that prevent them from being able to safely wear a mask or face covering are exempt. But think about the message good old Cole is sending. He says we need to get back to working together statewide to flatten the curve and to prevent the spread of the virus. That's what he said in July. Well, tell me, how does wearing a mask when you're alone in your own home help with either of those to, to accomplish it? It just doesn't make any common sense. And, you know, he keeps saying that it, that's, that's to serve as an example. But might it be an example of what not to do? Again, when you push too far towards any extreme, you lose as a leader. Leadership is really a, it's a dichotomy. You want to find the right balance between two extremes. It's that difficult challenge in the middle that most people struggle with when it comes to being a leader. Now listen to what some of the people said to this. This is, this is comments on this article that, well, that you can just you can just judge for yourself lunacy off the rails if they had half a brain they'd be dangerous wow or uh he said and here's a, here's another one from someone named debbie i still say the only way tax and tony the kitten got in was by voter fraud so poor tony's getting hurt by his own message and you know, Willy Wonka is working on COVID division. So people are seeing this mask as a divisive thing because of his extreme stance. And someone said, no, that's ridiculous. I'm not doing it. Uh, here's another comment. OMG, I live in California, but I'm originally from Wisconsin. Now both of the states that I have connection with have shown themselves to be totally insane. <laughs> uh, someone else said who cares what actually makes a difference just doing it for the sake of doing it appearance over substance someone else said they think it was the definition of virtue signaling or at least part of the definition and this is why workers are government workers they are too patently stupid to work in the private sector Poor Tony, he's getting a lot of grief here. And, you know, it's, it's amazing, folks. So here's what I want you to take from this podcast. When we, when we are in the middle of anything difficult and we espouse a position that is extreme, I, I caution people against the words always and never. Always do this or never do that. Well, life is not conducive to always and never. There are almost always exceptions to the rule. There are almost always exceptions to reality. We can't write perfect policy. 
we can't write perfect laws. There's a wholesale practice of professionals that help humans deal with the inconsistencies that we live with on a daily basis in the laws that we create. They're called attorneys. And if we need attorneys to help interpret the law, it is normal that we're going to need common sense to help mitigate the ridiculousness of a policy. And I use the word common sense with, uh, well, with a strong asterisk because common sense is not so common. People don't all think the same way. People are uh, beautifully different in how they think. So do you think Tony is doing himself a favor by being so extreme, or do you think he's harming the cause that he is trying to, well, to protect people from this virus? And, you know, we're in Texas, and we started back at school today, and there's, a, there's always a lot of controversy over school, and people have different opinions and different perceptions. And I even wrote an article recently that talked about how we need to be sensitive that everybody is not in the same place on this journey with this virus. That Some people are more afraid and some people are less afraid. And that we need to be respectful of people whether they're in the same place as we are or not. And you know, I just shared a story. My, my son started back to school today. He's going to be in his junior year or 11th year for those of you in other countries. And we're excited about him getting back to school and reconnecting with his, with his not only his studies but with some of his friends that he's that he's been missing from. And we know there's a risk. You know, he's going to have his mask. He's going to he's going to do whatever the, the, uh, the professionals ask him to do. And I told him, I said, son, I said, you know, I want you to take this virus seriously. I know that uh, there are going to be people in your peer groups who are on both ends of the spectrum. I said, just just be cautious and be sensitive to other people's well, perception of risk. And he said, I will, Dad, no worries. But I met another young man at, at, a, at a store. He works at a store that his parents own. And I asked him, I said, are you going back to school on Monday? And with a sad look behind his mask, he told me, he said, no. He said, I'm not allowed to go back to school until there's a vaccine. So this young man has been isolated from everything in the name of safety. And I think he's probably in the age range of 15 or 16 years old. And it makes me wonder how healthy is that? You know, that this kid is in an, in an environment that's so afraid of the virus. And, you know, he's in a population that's really, you know, not at risk. Um, and he's, he's isolated. It, it just can't be good for him to be in that environment. But I understand it. I get it. So, you know, when, when you think about what Tony's trying to do in Wisconsin, when he asks all employees to wear masks on Zoom calls, even if they're home alone, do you think that perpetuates one extreme or the other? Do you think it perpetuates the, the fear more than it does the people who are willing to take a more neutral position on being serious about COVID-19. And, you know, it's my, my humble opinion that when, when people do this, when they, when they operate on the extremes, they end up hurting themselves. They end up making more people are afraid or more people 
struggle with the same reality we're all facing. So this podcast is about going big. It's about being crazy enough to win. But just remember, there is a difference between being crazy and being ridiculous. There's a difference between being crazy and being stupid. There's a difference between being crazy and being ignorant of the message that people get from extreme conditions. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. We are going big. Until next time.